And now, a brand new episode of the Script to Screen News Hour here on Radio Lebanon 96.2 FM with hosts Alan Mahana and Hod Solo. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Script to Screen. We are here. It is Saturday, February 23rd, and so much is going on. We missed uh, our show with you guys last week. Uh, we had a, a, a special episode going last week, um, but, you know, we missed one week in, in, in news when it comes to film and television, and you miss a whole lot of stories. This is why we're back this week, as usual, and when I say we, I mean myself and the solo to my Chewbacca, the one and only Hod Solo. That's we. Yeah, that's we. That's a different way to say we. We are back. We are back. We are back indeed. We have missed uh, uh, the screeners. Yeah, we have. And we have so much to talk about this week. So much is happening. So much news from big, big franchises to even small left and right and trailers and stuff. So... I'm pumped. I'm excited. As always, so am I. As always, so am I. So um, let's, uh, you know, I, I did kind of tease that there are a lot of uh, um, uh, stories that we're going to be talking about today. We're going to be covering, uh, first off, the release of a new trailer. Yeah. Uh, first off, we're going to get that out of the way. We've got two movies of the week this week. Uh, we're going to talk about Alita Battle Angel as well as Fighting With My Family. Yes. Um, one of them was a complete surprise. Uh, I'm not going to tell you which one it is. Um, we're going to talk about something uh, uh, that we've sort of discussed overall uh, uh, on the show, um, which is the idea of like reboots and remakes and, and mm-hmm. uh, what studios seem to be doing. And we may, there may be a solution to this. I think so. There may be a solution to this. So uh, we're going to talk about that. We're talking about, uh, we're going to, we're going to talk about the Oscars again, <laughs> considering mm-hmm. they are going to be tomorrow. Um, yeah. You know, so we are going to talk about the Oscars. Well, tomorrow for People listening to us uh, uh, today, um, but for on those of radio, you guys podcast, who are, yeah. right, for those of you guys who are streaming, you're gonna kind of get this uh, uh, post uh, the Oscars. Um, we're gonna talk about something regarding Netflix. We're gonna talk about um, you know uh, uh, the new age of anti spoilers and what certain studios are doing to to protect this. Um, people retiring from from certain characters, people taking on new characters, um, a whole bunch of stuff. You said it, brother. <laughs> a whole bunch of stuff. Okay, so let's not take too much time. Let's go ahead and jump right into the uh, uh, what we're going to start calling the trailers of the week. Yeah. Um, Whenever we have, like, really good trailers or something interesting to talk about, we're going to be sharing our two cents on those trailers. Exactly. So um, earlier this week, actually, a couple of days ago, um, the Rocket Man yeah. trailer came out. Uh, Rocket Man, if, if for any of you who haven't heard about Rocket Man, it's the new movie starring Taron uh, Egerton, yep. um, which is essentially the fantastical biography. <laughs> I'm going to call it a fantastical yeah. biopic um, uh, about S- Elton John. Sir Elton John. Sir El- Elton John. Yeah. What do you think of the trailer? Listen, man, I just loved it. I, oh, me too. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. It made so much sense. Uh, I think it gave me 
I think it's going to give me things Bohemian Rhapsody didn't give to me because I can kind of a bit compare both because they're kind of within the same era, same time. Uh, but just just fantastic all over with with amazing vocal performances. And it's just magical. Yes. It's magical. And I cannot wait to see this film. I am very excited. I, I agree. Um, I, I think one of the things that I loved most about the trailer was was. Um, uh, uh, exactly what you said, how magical and fantastical it was. And I think I was completely overblown by, by Taron Eg Egerton's, yeah. uh, uh, I guess like embodiment or personification of, uh, uh, Sir Elton John, um, the colors, uh, I mean, it, it almost feels like a musical yeah. is what it does. Uh, uh, it literally, it feels like a musical. Um, there, there, there seems to be like uh, dance sequences and, and choreography and costumes and man, I just, I had a smile on my face watching the trailer. I think I saw it like three times in a row. Super excited for this film. What, what definitely helps a lot is Sir Elton John's character. He was a very flamboyant character. Uh, he still is. Not, yeah. Uh, not, yeah, not for that sure. He's passed. I hope he doesn't. <laughs> Pass away before Please the movie no. comes out. Please no. But yeah, with his big, big costumes on on stage, and it just brings so much more to the yes. story, to the trailer. It does give that musical factor, as you said. It it does have a musical vibe to it. And I think you know, I I was a fan of Bohemian Rhapsody. Yes, the film has a lot of controversy around it. Whatever. But I was a fan of the movie, yeah. um, and I couldn't necessarily understand what some people were saying about, you know, like, this isn't necessarily a proper biopic or mm -hmm. whatever. After seeing the trailer for this film, I kind of get what mm -hmm. people were saying. Mm -hmm. This, although certain beats in this trailer kind of feel Bohemian Rhapsody beats in their trailer, yeah. sort of, this feels way more layered. Yes. And this feels way more... Um, to the level of exaggeration that people wanted Bohemian Rhapsody mm -hmm. to be, I think, to the level of uh, uh, show-stopping spectacle that people were wanting Bohemian Rhapsody to yeah. be. Um, and then not to mention a lot, like I said, a lot more complexity when it comes to the characters, mm -hmm. a lot more layers. Um, I mean, hey, this this film is is... Like I said, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, me too, completely. Um, all right, so let's jump right in here and uh, start off with the first movie of the week. We're going to talk about Alita Battle Angel. Tonight is not a game. It is a hunt. I need you to destroy a girl called Alita. You made the biggest mistake of your life. And what's that? Underestimating who I am. All right. Mm -hmm. All right. Okay. So, um, this movie is very interesting to me because it's, it's, it's <laughs> in the world that we live in today, no movie can come out into the movie theaters without creating some sort of divisive toxicity and, 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 uh, uh, you know, be, be either defended like it's, it's, the second coming of Christ or uh, be hated on like it's some sort of, I don't know, like abomination of, of a movie. The, the, um, the coming of Satan. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess. Um, 
But I personally seriously enjoyed this movie. Well, so did I. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah, it was it was a fantastic film. Uh, honestly, I wasn't expecting it. It, it. it surprised me. Okay. Because seeing the, when I saw the trailer, I wasn't really a hundred percent. Oh wow! Board. Okay. So I loved the movie. I enjoyed it for for so many different reasons. So I'm gonna break it down a bit, and then I'm gonna wicka wicka wow, and I'm gonna <laughs> then leave the floor to you. All right, all uh, right. But I think there are things we agree on, and things yes. we well, minorly disagree on. Yeah, yeah, minorly disagree, disagree on. on. But well, let's first start with the collaborate collaboration between James Cameron and Robert Rodriguez. That's gold perf- perfection. Gold and and the special effects. <gasps> Man, some of the best special effects I've seen in a long, long time. Lord Almighty, where Weta has come. And, Lord Almighty. And I'm a person who doesn't like 3D usually. Yeah, yeah. And I loved it in 3D. Yes. I think this should be watched in 3D. Yes. For like the full-on Alita experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of Alita, the uh, Rosa Salazar. <sighs> Man, Love her, man! Fantastic. She was in the. I think I believe she was in the Maze Runner series. That's when I saw I her the so. first time, yeah. and I and I liked. Yes, yes, she was. Yeah. Um, and I liked her character, and I liked her characterization. Uh, girl got some chops. Yeah, yeah. And, and what's nice is th- this story is a bit Pinocchio-ish slash yeah. uh, AI. AI, exactly. Yeah, and, and she brings so much heart and na- naivete to to this role of of Alita, and. Boy, can she kick ass. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Those scenes are like, wow. The fighting sequences were insane. Yeah. I um, I was able to see some of the behind-the-scenes featurettes. Um, uh, a lot of those fighting sequences are actually motion capture. No they're way. not... Um, they're not her fight. I mean, they're motion capture. Yeah. They're yeah. not just CGI. Yeah. Well, that's um, yeah, yeah. So they had actual martial artists coming in and moving and, get, you know, doing all these flips and kicks and, and you know, fighting and all that stuff. So mm-hmm. um, a lot of it was actually uh, stunt work, like actual stunt work that was just digitized and, yeah. and you know, uh, um, uh, animated. But uh, it does have a motion capture uh, uh, core to mm-hmm. it. Um, yeah, so you can keep going. Yeah. Uh, I love the dynamics and chemistry between her and Christoph Waltz. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a very Geppetto-ish, very uh, father-daughter kind of... Uh, Let's just say, Christopher Waltz, very underrated as an actor. Uh, really, really. Whatever this guy does is usually golden. Uh, what else? I, I would have, on a personal kind of, mm-hmm. on my wish list... Love to see this as a series. Okay, this is where you and I agree. Yeah. Um, A part of me does feel like this would have been, I mean, if this was a two-hour pilot for a TV series, uh, the two-hour premiere kind of a thing, um, I'd be hooked. And I'd be like, okay, where's my second episode or third episode or whatever? Because there's so much history. There's so much story to tell. And I think they kind of crammed a bit too much info yeah. within those two hours. So had they let it breathe a bit more, I think it would have excelled even more. Yeah. And as yeah. a show, dissect more characters and so on, mm-hmm. which leads me to, I think, a couple of things where we don't agree. Right. Uh, for me, the, uh, not that it was a miscast, but I mean, I, to me, they could have gotten anyone uh, besides Jennifer Connelly or Mahershala Ali mm-hmm. uh, to play those two respect, uh, the, the, their roles. Mm-hmm. And on another note, I I just couldn't buy the the, the romantic 
Oh, okay. Chemistry between Hugo and Alita. Okay. I mean, yeah, I get that this should happen, and I don't have a problem between a cyborg and a human, you know, boogieing <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, okay. But it was just th- their chemistry as actors that not very viable for me. Okay. Okay. That's I think where you we and I- we do disagree because um um I think we disagree more on the love story mm-hmm. because I did I did yeah. uh, believe it I was on board mm-hmm. uh, with the love story uh, specifically because. It was kind of the drive for most of what Alita does. Yeah. Um, you know, this this um this robot wishing, I guess there's again, it it does follow in, fall into the Pinocchio storyline where, you know, like where he wanted to be a real boy, and I almost feel like she wants to be a, a yeah. human girl. Uh, although she technically does have a human brain, yeah. so it gets a little complex. Um, so I did buy the love story. Mm-hmm. I do disagree with you less on the concept of uh, Jennifer Connelly and Marshala Ali. I know initially when we spoke about this, I was like, well, yeah, but I mean, it's Jennifer Connelly. Mm-hmm. Um, I do get what you're saying and where you're coming from, mm-hmm. and I almost feel like, yeah, they could have kind of chosen two nobodies and then given them a chance mm-hmm. instead of casting these two people, um, very known actors in these roles. Yeah. And honestly, I was more impressed with um, um, Jennifer Connelly, what she mm-hmm. was able to do with with the character of uh, Sheeran, I think her name yeah. was, um, versus Marshal Ali, who was kind of like a one note kind mm-hmm. of guy. Mm-hmm. It was very, very monotone. Like I didn't understand, you know, there was no char- characterization, not even when he is or becomes the puppet. Yeah. He didn't necessarily even change his yes. behavior then, which mm-hmm. felt a little weird to me. Like I think he should have, yeah. um, but he didn't. Um, I do agree with you, obviously, on the visual landscape of the movie. Some of the best visual uh, visuals I've seen. I mean, this takes the cake. This, for me, um, is better than Aquaman. It's better than uh, Black yeah. Panther, better than yes. Infinity War, better than anything I've seen CGI-wise in a real life time. I think the only thing that w- w- could compete with it would probably be the War of the Planet of the Apes. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, the Planet of the Apes trilogy did really have some amazing, amazing stuff. And yes. mostly the second two films, Yes, uh, not, not necessarily the first one. Um, but overall, I think this film is extremely entertaining. It's super good. Yeah. I love the themes in it. Um, I love where it went. I really hope that we get to see where it ends. I, I hope uh, it, it does well box office wise, because unfortunately these types of movies, once they fail at the box office, it usually means TikTok it's over. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so crossing my fingers on that. Exactly. All right. So let's jump right into the second film of the week, yeah. uh, which was fighting with my family. I myself have come from a wrestling family too. I know exactly what it means to you. But don't worry about being the next me. Be the first you. What? It's Dwayne Johnson. How are you? Prove it. If you're some man, what the rock is cooking? Yeah, and I'm Vin Diesel, mate. I'm sorry. Okay. Let me let me take the stage here. Since you started with Alita, let me start yeah. with this one. This was the film that surprised yeah. me. Um, because honestly, I was going into it um, not necessarily... Not that I expected something. Like, I didn't expect it to be bad. I didn't expect it to be good either. Um, I was kind of neutral going into it. 
Um, I hadn't seen the trailer. I kind of forced you to watch Yeah, this. you were like, you have to do this. You have to do this um, because you're a big fan of WWE yeah. and, um, you know, WrestleMania and all that stuff. Uh, and I'm not, not, I haven't gotten into it yet. Yeah. And I stress on the word yet because <laughs> I think wrestling is coming. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, finally. Um, so uh, I was extremely, extremely positively surprised because I laughed. I teared up. Yep. This movie hit every single narrative beat properly and did it so smoothly that it offered me thrills. It offered me heart. It offered me characters that I just fell in love with. I mean, I wanted to hug her parents. I wanted to hug her. I wanted to deck her brother in the face at one point. <laughs> But I mean, at the end of the day, This is a very, very heartwarming film. Yeah. Extremely well done. So minimalistic in its technicalities. But I think that works for it and not yeah. against it because you're allowed to kind of um, um, collapse into the storyline and let the story and the characters just be the ones that are taking center stage here. And, and I loved it. And I loved it. I, I'm going to have to agree with you. I am. Here's the nice thing about this movie, and, and I want to point this out from the beginning. You don't, you don't have to be a, a wrestling fan or a WWE fan. Oh, absolutely. Fan. Yeah, yeah, because I'm not. I, I, mean, I'm I not. am and you're not, and you loved it, and I loved it. Yeah. So, so because I was talking to someone about the movie, and they're like, yeah, it's about wrestling. I'm not going to watch it. I'm like, no, you should. It, it's, it's, a, it's a heartwarming film. It's a film with great performances from uh, Florence Pugh, who, 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 Paige, uh, who plays Paige. Uh, wow. Wow. Wow, yes. this girl, this girl, I think we should keep an eye on her. Oh, Florence, I mean. To what she's going to do next. Her, her brother. Look, she, um, she was in a film called Lady Macbeth. I, yes. did, I haven't seen it. I yes. saw the trailer while writing my review. I saw the trailer. Oh, yeah. I mean, she's got some chops, yo. She does. She does. Definitely does. Her, her, her family is all fantastic. The dynamics between everyone. Uh, Nick, Nick Frost, <laughs> Lena Headey. Uh, even even Stephen Merchant, who's the director of the movie and has a small part. Yeah, uh, he's hilarious. And, oh, he's he's superb. And he does it so uh, he directs so subtly, so smoothly, so mm -hmm. beautifully. Mm -hmm. And it's a story centric kind of film. It's not an effect. It's it's like the opposite of Alita, if you want. To yeah, completely. I mean, like hearts. complete opposite of Alita. They're both movies with a lot of heart. Yeah, absolutely. yeah, but, for sure. But in terms of technicality and budget, and it's a movie produced by by. Uh, the WWE, uh -huh. uh, and this is my tiny pickle with the movie because I always talk about this when they mismarket kind of a movie, mm -hmm. and uh, they just have the picture of The Rock on the poster, and he's in a chunk of the trailer. And if people are gonna go wanting Expecting to, to see, see The, the Rock, Rock ever, yeah, and think yeah. that The Rock is the coach, yeah, because he's not. He, he has a nice cameo, a nice role, but don't 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 expect that because then you might be disappointed. Go for the family and the wrestling. Do not go for The Rock. Yeah, go for the journey of. Yeah, a lot of people tell me why do you like WWE? Yeah, it's a soap opera. They they, they soap opera and spandex. And yeah, they say that in the movie. Yeah, they do. And they show you about how hard it is. People think it's silly and it's stupid. No, no, it's, it's like literally, it's like a dance inside of a yeah, ring. Like there's a lot of choreography. There's a lot of physicality. Yeah, there's, there's a lot, and, and you need character and personality to, to be able to. To, uh, to to sell the character yeah, that, that yeah, you're yeah. like the gladiators in in ancient Rome, it's it's very similar except they don't die. Yeah, that's um, the only thing. You so, you might get thrown on a, on some tacks and and, uh, and and concrete, yeah. but you're not going to die. So at so, least we hope not. So, yeah, so definitely, 
This is recommended. It's a yeah. family movie. Go yeah, I loved, I loved it. I loved yeah. it. All right, let's jump right in. Let's not waste too much time here. Um, so the studios, it seems, have changed their minds when it comes to reboots, remakes, and uh, spinoffs, and sequels, trequels, quadrequels, um, because... Uh, I guess they're testing out this concept of, hey, why don't we re-release our older movies? <laughs> well, yeah, they, they've done it a few times before with with big, big... Uh, yeah, they have. Uh, with Star Wars. Star or, Wars has re-released. Titanic was re-released for its uh, anniversary. I think it was like the 20th or the uh, something like that uh, uh, anniversary um, or 10th anniversary, maybe yeah. something like that. Um, but yeah. Uh, very interesting. Uh, I guess this time around, it's going to be the Karate Kid yeah. that's being re-released. Um, and the question that we are posing, is this a better strategy? For me, it totally is. I mean, okay, so... so I, I mean, I don't, I'm tired of the whole reboots and remakes. Agreed. And re, re, re. Agreed, but I still feel like... So okay, so, so let me let me kind of like um, let me break it down this yeah, time. Yeah, and then I'll. I'll uh... So I would have loved this if this was the case for let's say maybe the Disney movies. Instead of seeing a live action version of them, let's just see the originals. Okay. Um. Um. But this doesn't solve the Hollywood is creatively bankrupt dilemma. So this is a temporary solution to a very very big problem. Um, but yes, I do agree that instead of seeing these movies kind of be tarnished or hurt by their reboots and their remakes and whatever, mm-hmm. I would much rather see the original, maybe like, um, you know, they've upscaled it, they've made it now high def, they've yeah, given us a new edition, like an extended edition with deleted scenes maybe or something. Here's um, the nice thing. I'm sorry I'm cutting you off. But no, no, it's fine. Here's the nice thing about this is most of these movies are relatively old movies. Mm-hmm. And if we had the chance to watch them in the cinema, I mean, personally, I don't remember. I, I, I don't remember watching The Karate Kid on no, a big I, screen. I didn't see it as a movie. If I screen. did, I, I remember bits of it as a kid. Yeah, yeah. Or the movies I have watched as a kid, I remember bits and pieces. So I would like to experience this as an adult. I'd like to, like, I don't know, take my brother, take my, my I don't have any kids, but if I had kids, I'd love to, to yeah, share this experience yeah, for with sure. them. For and sure. I think some these movies should live on on the big screen mm-hmm. again once in a while. Agreed. You know? Agreed. Now, the, as as you said, I agree with you. It doesn't solve the whole idea of uh, not having fresh ideas right. in Hollywood. Right. But I would rather them do this than kind of ruin. Okay. A Fair quote, enough. Quote certain movies. Fair enough. Fair enough. So I am. I I, I doubt it's going to come out here. Oh no, it probably wouldn't here. But, but, but uh, I would love to. I would have loved. I would have loved that opportunity sure to see the original. If you sit and think about it. Disney movies and other movies. I mean, Saving Private Ryan. Uh, uh, going back to Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. Uh, Black Hawk Down. There's so many movies because I remember Black Hawk Down was one of those movies that like really impacted me oh, watching so it good in, in the movie theater. And I would love to see it again. I mean, yeah. yes, I can see it on a good screen at home with a yeah. good sound system, but it's not gonna be. Identical. Could you imagine that in IMAX? Wow. Exactly. You know. Seriously good. Yeah. All right. Well, moving right along. Uh, 
again, it seems like Hollywood is learning um, because the Academy, after a serious beatdown yeah. all over uh, social media and, and everywhere, um, the Academy has decided to put back editing and cinematography and all the other awards that they were supposedly not going to air uh, uh, on uh, Oscar night. Yeah. Um, you know, um, better late than never. <laughs> Yes. Um, I mean, did they even need to do this? Like to go back? I, did you notice how this is like the second decision that they make that they go back on? Yeah. First it was best popular film. And now it's like, uh, yeah, we're not going to show you cinematography or editing. And don't forget you had the whole host debacle. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That too. Kevin Hart. I think look, they're having a big, 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 big identity crisis and a crisis of numbers on TV and ratings and whatnot. I think they need to get their stuff together. They need to figure some like crap out. Not because I think they need to make the Oscars relevant again, because yeah. at the moment, nobody it's trusts the Academy. Nobody, we have yet to see a year where people who actually deserve to win are actually winning or, or, you know, like, or, or even getting nominated. Yeah. It, you watch one award. It's literally become seen one award show, seen them all. Mm -hmm. Like all you have to do is literally watch the golden globes and then you know, who's going to win everywhere else. Like it used to be different. Well, to be fair this year, it's been in terms of awards, it's been a bit all over. I mean, no one knows who's going to win best picture. Oh There's, yeah, we do. No, because at the Screen Actors Guild Award or uh, somewhere, I'm not sure where, but but Green Book won something, and then Roma won something, and then yeah, I but that was the, that was as based on based on acting alone. Like it wasn't like a best no, picture no, no, no. or it, it won some best pictureish award somewhere, best ensemble I'm, cast I'm, I'm probably sure. or something like but, that. That was what but, Black Panther won. There, there's a lot of like confusion as yeah. to, uh, but I think it's more of a going back to their roots. Mm -hmm. Like, like in, in marketing, when you want to establish a brand, you need to have the, the core values of the brand, the, mm -hmm. the basis of the brand, and then everything follows. Yeah, for all of you who don't know, um, um, th this is kind of like the, the, the area for Hod. Like, yeah. he, knows, he knows this stuff. He, he's giving us marketing 101 right marketing now. Marketing 101. <laughs> Listen up, kids. So yeah, but they do need to go back to their... What are their values? What do they want to What's say? Their What's their story? What's their voice? identity? What's, What's their relevance? Exactly. Who are they talking to? And work their, I'm not going to say it, crap together. Mm -hmm. work, their, work their crap out is essentially yeah. what Yeah. I agree with you. I agree with you. Uh, luckily for us, again, we're going to get to see all these, uh, uh, the, you know, the, the show in its entirety. Um, so there's that. Um, continuing on with slightly bad news, if you have not heard yet, Netflix has completely chopped the head off of everything Marvel. Oh, I'm so surprised. Oh, no. Jessica Jones and that. The Punisher have been uh, canceled. Now, what's really sad is that Jessica Jones has been canceled before the airing of its final season, um, which is kind of heartbreaking. Yeah. Um, um, but uh, yeah, The Punisher has been canceled as well. Apparently, Eminem is very furious about this. <laughs> If you haven't seen, he tweeted something uh, yelling at Netflix. Um But again, I'm not surprised. We kind of called this when when they canceled Daredevil, Luke Cage, and Iron Fist. Yeah. We called it. I mean, we said this is kind of like Netflix's power play um, trying to show Marvel who's boss. Yeah, and it did not work. It did not. It did not. But, but there are talks of this switching to Hulu. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, Jeff Loeb, Jeff Loeb uh, from Marvel actually sent out a letter mm-hmm. uh, essentially telling the fans that this was all Netflix. This had nothing to do with uh, uh, Marvel mm-hmm. Studios. Um, I'm trying to I'm trying to pull up the, the letter here um, as we talk about it. Yeah, I mean, it's sad for people who invested their time watching these shows. I agree. If that's the end of the road for, for, for these shows. And... I mean, Daredevil was a fantastic show. It was. was I loved. I loved the. I loved the final. Yeah, the I, final I, season was so good. A bit less. Uh, Luke Cage eh, was all right, but still, I mean, people took time to watch these shows, and for uh, and all for all these shows to lead to the Defenders. I agree. And, yeah, and, and I mean, come on, guys. Either have a strategy of okay, we're gonna make uh, three seasons and that's it, and and work along a specific storyline for a specific amount of time, and so and that's it, so be it. Or just don't don't waste our time. Yeah, exactly. So I I, I pulled up the letter here really quick. Uh, I don't want to spend too much time on this, but essentially essentially he could have you know um, he could have said. Uh, All right, so he was saying, Marvel assembled amazing teams to write, produce, direct, edit, and score 13 seasons uh, and 161 uh, uh, one-hour episodes. Take a moment and go online and look at the dazzling list of actors, writers, directors, and musicians who graced us with every with the very best of their craft. We loved each and every minute of it, and we did it all for you, the fans who cheered us, uh, who cheered for us around the world and made all the hard work worth it. So thank you. On behalf of everyone at Marvel Television, we couldn't be more proud or more grateful to our audience. Our network partner may have decided they no longer want to continue telling the tales of these great characters, but you know Marvel better than that. As Matthew Murdoch's dad once said, "The measure of a man is not how he gets knocked to the uh, knocked to the mat; it's how he gets back up." To be continued. So I do agree. I think there is a story here. There is a future here, but okay. it might take some time before we get to see that future. Yeah. Um, on that note, we want to say one final thing. There was kind of like a rumorish thing that that we heard yeah. earlier today, which is kind of the the uh, potential working title of the new James Bond. Uh, which is uh, which could potentially be titled Shatterhand. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about this title. Uh, like I quickly read an article, uh, and again, this is I think speculation at this time. Shatterhand is uh, a villain in the one of the books. Okay, uh, the James Bond books. Okay, and he could be linked to what's his name, Bowfinger, uh, Bowfled, Christoph Waltz's character, Inspector. Okay. okay. So there might be like a link to these two. They, they, okay. Because now, now we're in the age of James Bond's uh, films have to link up. Yeah. Um, which they never used to in the past, but now they do. Yeah. So, uh, okay. I mean, if this is the working title, um, it's, let's sure. It's, it's had a lot of issues. They, they, they pushed back the date. And now April, there's a new writer that's and come in. And, and they changed directors. And they so changed, messy. So, so let's, messy. let's hope that James Bond is worth, survives. worth the wait. <laughs> yeah, survives. Okay, moving right along. It seems that we are slowly entering an age where studios are going to fight tooth and nail to try to prevent spoilers and leaks and, and uh, I don't know what else, um, from escaping uh, uh, into the cyber sphere or whatever. And hey, more power to them. I am super, 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 super on board if this actually helps 
I do this. So earlier, uh, uh, earlier this month, we found out that Marvel will not be uh, the trailers for Avengers Endgame are only going to be from the first 15 minutes of the film. Um, uh, Star Wars Episode Nine has completely wrapped and they're done filming and we still don't have a teaser, a title or anything Perfect. regarding that film. Um, and now more, most recently in the news, um, the, the head of Amazon Prime had an interview um, I don't, I, I think it was like Variety or something or Hollywood Reporter. Um, and um, they asked her about the Lord of the Rings series. And uh, literally her, her uh, uh, response to that was, it's so tight, tight, security so tight around uh, uh, the Lord of the Rings writing room uh, to the extent that there is a security guard standing outside and there is a fingerprint machine that you have to scan before you can even walk into the writing room. <laughs> so talk about serious anti-spoiler. <coughs> bless you, bless you. Thank you. Um, but you know what? I'm all for this. I think everyone's into all for this. I mean, we're, we're tired of watching trailers and reading articles that, just tell us what's going to happen. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I've it's been a long time since I went into a movie not knowing anything. Not knowing anything. Yeah, exactly. And, and I think I missed that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I mean, for us, it's kind of difficult because we're on yeah, a show where I we know. have to discuss and we have to talk about stuff. I try to limit as much as possible from the Star Wars I end because I, I know you are super, super anti anti spoilery. Uh, not that I'm into the spoilers, but I like kind of speculating. I like the speculation game. Um, but I do, I do agree. I do kind of like that we still know nothing. Jon Snow? No, just kidding. I was thinking. <laughs> that we still know nothing about either whether it be Star Wars or the Lord of the Rings series. Um, although I think they're supposed to start production in the summer, if I'm not mistaken. Probably, yeah. Um, there are speculations regarding the series uh, that it's going to span a bunch of different decades mm -hmm. or years or whatever that we might even end up seeing a young Aragorn. Um, I hope we don't, honestly, because I don't know if... You know, Tolkien's intent in Tolkien's story, Aragorn was never the main character. And if you if you introduce a young version of him in the series, it kind of makes him more of the main character mm -hmm. in the trilogy, although he's technically not. This it's kind of Samwise and Frodo's story, essentially. Yeah. Um, but I hope that it's not because I don't want another like solo issue. Yeah. You know, I'd rather not see any of the characters that I know. Like I'd rather, except for Gandalf, because Ian McKellen wants to be in it. So yeah, let's hope they get him. Yeah, I, I would love for him to return as Gandalf again. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean that's that's basically it for me on the on that. Yeah, I mean I'm very happy they're they're doing this. Me too, me too. And I'd like to see more of that. Less trailers, less information. Yes. More yes. surprises. More surprises. Speaking of surprises, Gwyneth Paltrow is retiring her MCU cape. Does she have a cape? I don't know. She's going to have a suit, though, apparently. You see? You see? This, this is a problem with online <laughs> crap. <laughs> Sorry. No, I, I've read it. I, I okay. read it somewhere because you, it was like in 17,000 billion Yeah, you can't, you can't avoid it. You can't avoid it. But, um, but, but we're not going to spoil it. But no, we're yeah, not. She's... she's, uh, she's, she's Pepper Potts is retiring. She's done. But what does that mean? Does that mean... No, I don't want to spoil... No, I'm... I mean, she could, she could, I highly doubt that that's going to be the case. I think, um, look, if I know, if I know Marvel, I don't think any of the characters that are not coming back into the universe for now. And I say that very wisely. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think they're going to do the same mistake that Lucasfilm 
may have done mm-hmm. when it comes to certain characters. Because I feel like they understand that the fan base has fallen in love with these specific characters, and it's because of them that we've come back to the MCU time and time again. So I don't think that any of them are going to... I feel like a lot of them might be kind of just uh, going off and kind of retiring their uh, insignias. I, I, I don't fully agree with you. I do see a few deaths coming. You really? Maybe okay. Not a lot. But then again, unlike uh, Lucas, Marvel has a ton of characters. True, true. And now with the whole purchase of Fox, they have even, even more characters. Ton. Okay. So, I mean, they can get rid of this and that. And if they want to reboot it one day, very, very far. Very far, yeah. Future, Bring in a perhaps. new but, uh, but whatever. I, mean, I would be okay with certain characters being killed off. Ooh, okay. I would be very sad. Of course. I, would be I very, think we all would very be. Very upset. I don't feel so good, Mr. Stark. Yeah, yeah but somewhere like, like Maximus and Gladiator. You have to, yeah. Okay. Yes, I mean, I, right. think, I think that would be. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. But thank you, Miss Paltrow, for for your yes. Your I loved sweet, her as Pepper Potts. I mean, I'm not a huge fan of hers. I've got to say, I'm yeah. not a huge fan of her work. I think I love her most in Shakespeare and Love. Yeah. Um, but I do believe that her chemistry with Robert Downey Jr. is agreed. Quite magical. Agreed. Quite quite magical. Speaking of the Avengers, um, one of them is going into wrestling. <laughs> WWE, brother. But back then it was known as WWF. F, yeah. I do remember the WWF Hulkamania, brother, yeah. Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan. Chris Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth is taking on Hulk Hogan, which for me is very sad considering Hulk Hogan is extremely ugly compared to I mean, back in his Chris day, he was, a, he was a handsome fella. For, sure. For, for the 80s, I mean, he... he yeah, I mean, he did have a very 80s look, I guess. Yeah, he, he had that standard. And it's interesting yeah. because... Like, I, I know a bit about Hulk Hogan, and he's had a very interesting life. Oh, with, yeah, for sure. With marriages and scandals. And, scandals and, and, and his son w- was all over the place, wasn't he? Yeah. Absolutely. And and him leaving the WWE, going to WCW, which was a competing brand. Uh, him famously, because he, in wrestling, you have something called a baby face and a heel. Mm-hmm. Baby face is the good guy, the heel is the bad guy. Sure. And he was the ultimate baby face for so long. Yeah, yeah. And there's a very famous match on WCW where... Out of nowhere, no one have even expected that they were speculating a bunch of other wrestlers to turn into these heels. And out of nowhere, he's a heel and he becomes one of the most hated wrestlers. Soap opera and spandex, pop- people. Exactly. Soap opera and spandex. And Chris Hemsworth, I mean. Sure. Chris Hemsworth, I mean, yeah. yeah I'm sure he can do the voice. I'm sure he's he can, too. pull off the voice. I, I, I think so. I think the so. mustache. Yeah, the, yeah. The It'll be interesting to seeing him in a movie like this, yeah. I think. Um, finally, uh, before we move on to box office news and recommendations, um, Avatar 2 is finally getting some uh, limelight here mm-hmm. uh, with an interview um, on Empire Magazine's podcast because of uh, Avatar's anniversary. Is, is, that, is that crazy? It's, it's, it was it's like ins- yesterday. It's insane. They released it two years ago in it's my head. It's insane. It's like there's an anniversary now um, for, for Avatar. Um, so essentially, um, what we can tell from his interview, what we were able to kind of like put together is that Avatar 2 is going to focus a lot on family. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to see um, Avatar kids. Yep. Uh, Navi kids. I'm sorry. We're going to see Navi kids. Uh, it's going to be Jake and. Um, Nairi. Na- 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 uh, ooh, shoot. Nairi. Nairi. Na- na- oh, shoot. We're totally, totally, totally 
um, forgot her name, but Zoe Saldana's character. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, we're going to see their kids and there's going to be apparently a lot of uh, disagreements regarding how they're being raised and, and all that stuff. And, and we're going to get a lot of the ocean stuff uh, on Pandora as well. So um, I kind of like this idea that we're kind of... Naitiri. Um, Naitiri. I was close. Uh, I kind of like this idea that we're, we're going to get like kind of like family values and all that stuff in this. My only fear is that it turns into a soap, a soap opera. Yeah. That's my only fear. Mm, I get you. Yeah. I, I'm, you. I don't want to see, I don't want the same. The rebelling uh, team. Yeah. Like I don't want to see what happened with the Pirates of the Caribbean uh, films because for me, they turned way too melodramatic and way too soap opery. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't want to see that same thing happen to Avatar. Look, personally, I'm very excited about the two musical numbers. We are family and under the sea. I think that's going to be so much fun. You are such a dork. <laughs> I love it. Okay. Yeah. All right. No, no, I'm, but, just, I'm but, cutting it. <laughs> yeah, to, 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 be, to be fair, I, I do like this angle of family. Yeah, me too. Because, because in the first Avatar, it was all about nature. It was about spirituality, spirituality, connection. You know. Exactly. So this one, I think, can complete that. Mm -hmm. and, and Cameron, I think, won't make the Caribbean mistake. I, I, I really hope you. not. He's, he's a smart fella. And with Alita and everything he's been mm -hmm, doing, mm -hmm. so I, I'm preferably confident towards. Uh, and what's insane is that they've already shot two and three. Yeah, uh, they shot both of them, and currently now they're in the pre, you know, the, the post production uh, stage of two and three. Yeah, um, and then they're gonna go into four and five's production uh, very soon, I think. Mm -hmm. Box office update. I really need to find a jingle for this because I can't keep doing this every time we need a box office update. I, I really have to, you know, like, yeah. and now it's time for the box office update. I don't know. Anyway. Um, sure. Yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> all right. So this still pains me. <laughs> I mean, there aren't any. No, I mean, yeah, you're right. You're right. We, we don't have sense. a lot of options right now in the video. All right, let's let's jump right in here. Um, coming in at number five, it's still in the top five, people. Uh, coming in at number five is Falcon Films Maharaja um, with 3,420 entries this week um, with a total run of 100. 76,720 entries in total with nine weeks running. Yep. At number four, we have another one, which is not Lebanese, but we have What Men Want uh, with... Uh, you know, because that movie definitely needed to happen. Yeah, I mean, of course. Absolutely. Uh, oh, God, I'm just so not excited about continuing. Okay, so yeah, it's been, it's been out for two weeks. Uh, this week it collected 3,600 entries with a grand total of 9,149 entries. Coming in at number three yep. uh, is the sequel to a horror film that also I didn't realize um, required a sequel. Um, but there you have it. <laughs> happy Death Day to you. I love our excitement. In this. Yes, right? Aren't we super excited? Yeah. Uh, happy Death Day to you comes in at number three with two, um, no, sorry, 3,664 entries. Um, and that's basically it because this is the first week it's been out. Uh, now it gets a bit more interesting. And yes. number two, our uh, lady battle angel, Miss Alita, Alita battle angel at number mm -hmm. two. It's and you know what? A lot of people thought this movie was not going to do well. I'm surprised it's at number two. Yeah, well. Honestly. I mean, if you look globally, it's not doing as well as it should. Yeah. But I think, uh, I have a feeling China might, might save it. Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, much like it saved the Meg. 
Well, let's hope it saves something me and you like for, yes, for a change. Yes, yes, I mean, yes. Uh, and my Faux screen disappeared. Show. So it's uh, 7,188 entries within one week. Yep. And finally, um, here, <laughs> oh my God, Cold Pursuit, the Liam Neeson starrer, um, uh, is at number one here with 7,988 entries uh, this week. This is the second week that it's been in the movies uh, with a total run of 21,462 entries so far so i mean uh, honestly look i don't think this is gonna the, i don't think the box office is gonna be very exciting up until march i think m when, once march hits we're gonna start seeing some really interesting shake-ups i think um yeah with the with the disney movies coming out the disney marvel. movies coming out marvel movies coming out i think you know once we hit march it's gonna be very very exciting um i'd be interested to see how well captain marvel is gonna do in lebanon honestly um so yeah let's see Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Um, all right. So that's basically it for the box office. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Um, movies coming out this week that might shake, shake things up that came out this week. I think fighting with my family might do, might do well. I think so. But for the wrong reasons, the, the reasons I pointed out with the rock being. Yeah. The, the whole idea of the rock. Um, but I mean. Uh, what other films came out this week? Um, nothing, nothing massive. Nothing major, uh, no, right? You have Close, I think. You have uh, Close comes out next week, actually, on the twenty eighth. Not this week. No, no. Mm -mm. It was on the list you sent me. That that's why I think for next week. Oh, I'm I'm so confused with with dates and times. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah, just just you know, long week. Saturday. Yeah. Just yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, so here we go. Anyway. Recommendations. Recommendations. What do you have for, in store for us recommendation-wise? I absolutely have nothing. No, I'm kidding. Oh. No, I'm going to recommend... Uh, Jesus. I'm going to recommend a little movie called The Martian. Ah. Uh, which is directed by Sir Ridley Scott. Sir Ridley Scott. Which is actually a freaking good is movie. Is he doing anything new? I don't I think so. I think so, but I don't know what. <sighs> Maybe like an alien sequel again. Oh I'm no. Joking. I don't know. Well, he was supposed to be working on, on Gladiator 2. Oh, that's right. He is working on Gladiator so, 2. Because we also need that. Uh, well, but, yeah, no, but, I mean, but there you go. The Martian was something fresh, a bit original. I mean, yeah, sure. It's Robinson Crusoe or Castaway on, on Mars. Without Wilson. Without Wilson. Wilson! With potatoes instead. But it, and it was, feces. But it was funny. Yes, it, it was. was. Good. It was you know smart. what? It was funny, but it was also very suspenseful because yeah, there's a lot of suspense. You, you, you seriously, I think you need like a, a whiskey or, or wine or something while watching it to kind of cool your nerves down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it is very stressful. It's yeah, very it does. funny. A lot Towards of the end, it's insane. And it's so good. And it's so freaking good. Matt, Matt Damon Matt at his Damon. best. Matt Damon knocks it out of the park, man. It's a home run. Indeed. And the supporting cast. And you have like so many actors in it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Jeff Daniels, mm -hmm. Jessica Chastain, David Ulekulukul. I can't say his name. I think that. The, the, Dave, David? That, no, what was his No, Shiwatel Ejifor. That's it. Sure. She, the, guy, the, the guy from Doctor Strange. <laughs> yes, yes, that's it. Yeah, I think she would tell as you for and Donald yeah. Glover, Glover and Sean Astin, who doesn't die in this movie. Yay! For a change, yeah. But it, Sean no, Bean, you mean? Sean Bean. I'm just. This, this wow. has been a long, long week. People. It's yeah. I think it's it's been it's a long showing. week for it's everybody. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm gonna um, shut up till the end of the show now. <laughs> as far as real quick, as far as my recommendation, I'm actually gonna bend my own rules um, and recommend a Netflix show. Um, that's not even a narrative show. It's a reality um, uh, competition. Um, and it's actually called The Final Table. 
it's a cooking reality competition. I wish Louie was here to see me recommend this. He'd be proud. Um, because the show is genius. It's so good. It's so, so good. Not only is it informative, but even in the creative aspects, the way that it's shot, the, the, the rules of the competition... Is, is superb. It's literally the creme de la creme of, of, of chefs duking it out for a final, for like a, a place amongst the best of the best. So it's, it's super, super good. Um, I'm like almost done with the, with the, the first season. I really hope they do another one. Super, super good. Super exciting. Cool. That's basically it. I was going to recommend something else, but I, I decided to recommend this one because I've seen more episodes in this than I have in the other thing. Okay. Yes. So. Not to make mistakes. Exactly. So if you want to follow us on social media, you could do so at Alamahana for me or on my end um, on Twitter and Instagram. And for me, and I hope I don't mess this up. It's had.solo on Instagram. Well done, my friend. Well done. Well done. Well done. Uh, I am proud of you. You're I making. I didn't, I didn't go hat solo without the dot. Yeah, yeah. I forget that. You do forget the dot sometimes. Yeah. It's, it's kind of weird. Um, um, aside from that, aside from that, mm-hmm. our website is up, peoples. Yeah. It is up. And guess what? You can just stream our episodes directly from there. That's it. Which is fancy pantsy. So if you want to stream our episodes, um, you can do so uh, by going to www.scripttoscreenpod.com. But you could also find us on all podcast platforms as well. But if you just want to support the website, you can do so. Um, you can check out some really cool stuff on the website as well, um, which is, uh, is kind of cool. I kind of I like it. Thank so, you, Radio Public, for making that possible for us. Yep. Very dope website. Very, very dope website. I love it. Me too. You can also check us out on our Facebook page, Script to Screen Pod. So uh, facebook.com slash script to screen pod. YouTube. YouTube, yes. You can listen to us on YouTube. Yes, you can. Because we're no longer filming, filming. Um, it's just too much of a hassle for us. I'm, I'm being yeah. very blunt and yeah, being very honest. Hair, hair and makeup. I mean, I can't do this every week. Yeah, basically. Uh, basically. Yeah, so, um, so it's cool. So yeah, I mean that's pretty much it. I mean that's pretty much it for us. Um, I'm excited to see uh, the, uh, the Oscars tomorrow. Yeah, um, I'm excited to see if we're gonna get any surprises. If any people are going to win, and then the Oscar is going to be taken away from them and given to someone else. Uh, I, I want surprises. I, want I, I do. Elliot to win. I want. I don't know. I want like I don't want. What's you know what? I want Bradley win. Cooper to win. Yeah, I don't w- want what's already won to win again. <sighs> Seriously, um, look, I, I might get some a lot of hate from from the you know film Twitter and, and all that stuff, but Roma's won enough. Can we move on and give someone else a chance, please? Yeah. And, and Rami Malek, I love you. I love you. You're my bro, but. Sit your ass down and let somebody else win a Best Actor Oscar. Um, Vigo or or Bradley. Bradley, Bradley, please, somebody give it to Bradley. His work in A Star is Born is fantastic. Or The Rock. Sure. He's not nominated. Sure. We might as well just give it to people who are nominated at this point. That would be like a surprise. That would be amazing. Um, and and <laughs> let's not forget uh, uh, all of our uh, um, um, positive vibes going out to... Um, Nadine Lebeke who is seriously yeah. representing us in the most positive way yes, possible yes, yes. we love you so much um, best of luck alright guys we are out of here see you next